I'm hoping to, you know. I, I, uh, I didn't feel like today was my last day. Um, I feel like this team's going to get me back home and give me a chance to, to hopefully close it out. Well, that's Adam Wainwright in the locker room after the Cardinals lost game two of the NLCS. I'm Corey Miller here with the Mod Hicks, the Cardinals Plus podcast. Wainwright's confident. I mean, good for him uh, because I don't think too many other people are very confident. Uh, Cardinals lose two games in a row here at home with the NLCS where the offense just never showed up and the Nationals completely shut them down today. And it just, here's the worst part of these two games. Miles Michaelis and Adam Wainwright were both fantastic. For sure. Adam Wainwright slipped up a little bit at the end. Probably could have gone uh, for a little quicker pull from Mike Schilt there. Uh, but he was still really good. Um, him and Scherzer today was a lot of fun to watch. And you just totally wasted two great starts because nobody on your team can hit other than Jose Martinez, apparently, who's not even starting. So Cardinals fans are upset and there was some booze today, and they just wanted to cheer so bad, and there was nothing yeah. to cheer about. I think you hit the nail on the head that they absolutely wasted two starts, and uh, Miles Michaelis and Adam Wainwright, you couldn't ask for better outings from those two guys. And your bats have to come alive. I mean, I don't know what it is. I love the confidence in the veterans and the guys, you know, who got you here and all that, but Carpenter and Wayne, not Wayne, obviously the pitcher position, obviously, but Fowler out in center field. And, you know, Edmund, he hasn't been, I mean, he's been doing great. He's been doing okay. But, I mean, besides Goldie and Ozuna, the offense, where has it been? Well, I mean, and even Ozuna these first two games hasn't done it. We thought he had a home run in game one, but it came up just short. Goldschmidt broke up another no-hitter today. Uh, DeYoung, he's not doing anything. Paul DeYoung looks absolutely lost right now. Yeah. But, I mean... I don't really want to play Jairo Munoz. So I think Paul DeYoung, I, I, you got to keep him out there. But uh, Schilt's been confident. I didn't listen to his postgame press conference yet. But Schilt's been confident with his guys this whole time. When you ask about lineup changes, he goes, well, you know, I understand the question. I appreciate the question. But, you know, these are the guys that got us here, da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. He's got to do something in game three. And I, I think he's going to. I think Jose Martinez is going to play. Look. If Jose Martinez doesn't play, everyone yeah. should be calling for someone in that organization to get fired. Because, look, we have four hits since the end of the uh, NLDS against yeah. the Braves. They have four hits. Jose Martinez has two, and yeah. he only has two at-bats. I mean, come on now. That's just common sense. He needs to be playing. He's proved all season long that he's one of our best hitters. I don't know why you put him on the can when the, when we need him the most. You gotta. I mean, listen, he's a terrible outfielder. He is. He's awful. It's okay. It's not good. Um, but he makes it every once in a while. He makes a play and like, oh, how about that? He threw out a guy in Pittsburgh, and everybody was. Uh, She'll said defense wins championships, and that's why they're going with the yeah. defensive lineup. But look, you can't beat good pitching like you I gotta, alluded to a long time ago. You gotta get more than without three hits. <laughs> you gotta be able um, to hit good pitching. Yeah, Jose Martinez has to start. I think you put Edmund at third, and I mean I've been backing up Fowler for a while now. He didn't look as good today, and I. I mean, but what do you do? I, I, no, I keep yeah. I keep Fowler in the lineup, uh, and I sit Carpenter because Carpenter looks even worse. Carp has to sit down. Carp just stands there and takes strike threes and then argues with the umpires. My thing is he got beat out for a spot at third base at the end of the season. Once he got hurt, he got sit down at AAA. He didn't yeah. do much better when he came up. Granted, he had a couple of home runs at the end of the season, but he was still awful, still striking out all the time. And then when the most important series rolls around, you trot him out there for— well, 
Come against on the Braves, I mean Harrison Bader looked terrible against the Braves, so that's why Carpenter for sure. And then you, well, Carpenter I think got a pinch hit, and so you're like, okay, let's put him in the lineup now. So they did that, and it was good for like a game or two, and now he's awful again. But my thing is, it rocket science though, Corey. I mean, every fan listening to this right now knows Jose Martinez needs to be playing, yeah. and they know Tommy Edmond needs to be at third base, not just because he's a better hitter than Matt Carpenter, but he's also a better he third is. baseman he than is. Matt Carpenter. And if you're going with the defensive lineup. Edmund needs to be a third. I mean, we don't have an answer for Fowler because is Jairo Munoz the answer? Probably not. Is Randy Rosarina the answer? No. I don't know why you leave Tyler O'Neill off the lineup and bring yeah. Randy Rosarina when Tyler O'Neill has more experience on the big league level. O'Neill is just as fast as a Rosarina, He's just too, as fast, can so. play defense everywhere in the outfield. I mean, I don't know why you leave this guy off the roster. Yeah. Well, here's my lineup for game three. I go, I'd lead Edmund off playing third base. I hit Wong second. Goldschmidt. Ozuna. Then I have Jose Martinez batting fifth, playing right. I don't like Yachty hitting fifth. No, um, me neither. Yachty, and we've kind of forgotten about it because he had that game four where he was the hero. But Yachty's looked pretty bad in the postseason. Uh, I drop Yachty to sixth, and then, man, this is a pretty rough. Uh, you know, it's not a ba- <laughs> it's not a balanced lineup. You got Yachty sixth, and I guess Fowler seventh, and DeYoung eighth, and then the pitcher. That's not great, but at least the top of your lineup gives you a little bit of something, maybe. And you've got Jose Martinez there hitting fifth, which I would like a lot. Yeah, you would love to have Jose Martinez. And the thing you know about Jose is he may not be reliable on the defensive end, but think about him in this series. What play in the outfield has really come down to where we're like, oh, my God, that wouldn't have been – there's no other guy on this team that would have made that play. Name Edmund, one. Edmund had a good one today where he held a guy – I think it was that Matt Adams one. He held him to a single instead of a double. I don't think Jose would have done that. But I'm willing to – uh, give that up to get three more Jose Martinez at bats again. For sure. Yeah. I mean, especially when you've been deprived of runs and deprived of hits, you know, in the, all this series. And then, I mean, everyone forgets that, you know, in the series against the Braves, the Cardinals had only managed 13 runs in four games. Yeah. And then they had 13 in game five. So everyone was like, oh, the offense is fixed. And then you face two good pitchers, and it's like, oh, and now you have to go face the best pitcher yep. that they have. Like, we know Scherzer is the Cy Young Man, winner. he was yeah. so good today. But yeah, well. Here's the thing. Let's get back to today a little bit. It was hard. It was hard for. I'll, I'll give both teams a little leniency here. It was hard for anybody to hit today. Those shadows were tough. Was. Wainwright and Scherzer were both on their games. It was really fun. I mean, it was depressing because the Cardinals' offense did nothing, and it felt like it was twenty to nothing. But just like from a baseball fan perspective, it was really fun to watch Wainwright and Scherzer go at it. it like I, like I thought it was going to be. You got your money's worth out of it. You those, got your too. money's worth. Uh, Scherzer, I really thought was going to end up with a no hitter there. I felt more confident Just in like him Sanchez than Sanchez last night. Um, the Cardinals went how many? They went how many innings without a hit? Or well, they went five. <laughs> well, fifty, 50 it, some plate appearances by yeah. their starters without a hit. Yeah, which is it's, insane. And I'm pretty sure uh, I saw it was the longest stretch in any postseason ever. Um, so there's some history. As Stephen A. Smith would say, it's blasphemy. (laughs) (laughs) You want these guys to be better. Fans at home want them to be better. The Cardinals organization expects them to be better. And I get it. Everybody was confident in the the locker room after the game. You have no choice but to say that. They have to be worried because now you're going to go face the the Nationals' best pitcher currently in Steven Strasburg. And the only thing you love about this matchup is Jack Flaherty is going out there for us. Which That's going to bring that up. You love. Well, that might play into if Jack Flaherty's on the mound, there's a less chance that 
outfielders are probably going to see the ball. Exactly. So, it, so Jose even, needs to be out there. That's even yes. more of a reason to put Jose out there. But, yeah, Flaherty, I mean, he's supposed to be their stopper. He's their best guy. This is, I mean, I wish they wouldn't have put him in this position and in, in a position where they could go up maybe 2-1 to one instead of having to stop this right now. But he has to come out and give up one run or less. He has to. Otherwise, the Cardinals, they're done. You know, Corey, I just thought about that. And I was like, oh, yeah, we have Flaherty. But it's like, you know what? We've had two really good outings from our pitchers. Yeah. What more can you ask for for yeah. pitchers than to go out there and shut them out and pitch a complete game? I mean, that's, like, why, that's what's going to get a Cardinal win at this point. But that still won't guarantee a win because we're still not scoring. Like we said right off the top, that's why this is so frustrating. If they would have gotten like, blown out and then didn't hit, and I'm like, okay, I guess that's, they're just done. But the pitching staff is still looking pretty good, but they just can't get two hits in a row to maybe get a run across. And I think I brought this up while while we were watching the game. It, it seems like the only time the Cardinals, besides the walk by Colton Wong in the first inning, it seems like, and the Goldie hit uh, right off the top in the seventh, it seems like the only time the Cardinals get runners on base is when there's two outs. Yeah. And that puts a lot of pressure on your team to do damage yep. with two outs. That's just asking a lot. They have to get out to an early lead on Strasburg, just like the Dodgers did. And they have to keep it going. And I think our bullpen could be able to hold it up, unlike Kershaw yeah. did in game five of their series. But you have to get to Strasburg early because if he gets settled in, gets the crowd behind him, it's a done deal. And, I mean, the Cardinals haven't had to expose the Nats bullpen at all. They had how many— Rainy, yeah. Rainy, did he end up coming in? Do, Rainy, Doolittle, um, Hudson didn't even come in today. Corbin pitched to like two bat. Did Hudson come in? Yeah, and he came it in off? and closed it he out. Finished yeah, it he finished it off. Okay. Doolittle set him up. And then Corbin came in and threw two pitches. Yeah. That's the only guys they've used, and yeah. they've thrown almost no pitches. And that's what I'm saying. That's that's the biggest problem. These guys have to be more disciplined at the plate. Like, like Carpenter said, when you're a fastball-hitting team, that's what you do. You hit fastballs. Well, I hate to break it to you, buddy, but you better learn how to hit a breaking ball when you play in the professionals. Like I, and I hate to be that sportscaster that's jumping on the players, you know, yeah. like just digging into them. But it's like it's, it's honest to God truth. The first 30 games of the season, they went 20 and 10. And it said, they said everyone locked in in the MLB on the scouting report. This team can't hit breaking balls. Yeah. All right? And look at the game's biggest stage. They're getting nothing but breaking balls. You have to change something at the plate mentally, and they're not doing it, and it's costing them. So I guess, was it two episodes ago? Or was it just the last? I don't Just last episode, I guess. uh, You and I both picked Cardinals in six. Yeah, I'm wrong. They'd have to win four in a row now. Yeah. Um, Crazier things have happened. They have. Although it is the last time a National League team, uh, Frank Cusmano, I just looked this up, Last time a National League team came back from a 0-2 deficit in the NLCS to win, the 1985 Cardinals hmm. to beat the Dodgers. You so know, it's happened before, and the Cardinals have done it, but it's been quite a long time. These guys love adversity. I mean, yeah. we've said it all end of the season. They love adversity. They play well with their backs up against the wall. But look, their backs are up against the wall right now. The Nationals are standing right in front of their face, and they're just gut checking them right yeah. now that's exactly what's going on they're hanging on by a thread and it'll flaherty needs to go eight give up one run or less yeah and the whole team needs to hit not goldie not ozuna not edmund the entire team yeah. needs to register a hit or we'll be getting ready to talk about looking ahead to 2020 and what the cardinals will be doing and who will be playing third baseman and if ozuna will be coming back that's what our storyline will be if they lose i mean i will say this the cardinals are in the net i mean they're four wins away from playing for the world series i definitely did not think that was going to happen 
for pretty much the whole season. At the beginning of the season, I did, just looking at the roster on paper, but then as you see him start to play, you're like, oh, I don't know. So I don't want to say it feels like playing with house money because, I mean, you're here, you should probably play better. But, I mean, this is farther than I thought the Cardinals would get just as a whole. So They get no moral victory for me. No moral victory? No. Because they well, have a talented well, look at it, team. Look at it this way, though. The Cardinals haven't made the playoffs in four years. Right. Um, they made the playoffs. They won the Central. They won their first round. That's not too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think well, you had to look at what happens the next couple years. If this is like the, the building blocks, mm-hmm. like, okay, they get this far, the Nationals beat them. But then next year they come and they get just as far at least and then maybe go to the World Series and just build on it to a championship eventually. You'll be like, okay, that was a good first year. But if this is just like a flash in the pan and then they go back to being terrible again, no good. See, my thing is this team is good. They're built to compete now. We all thought the starting pitching would be a problem. That has not been the problem. It's been the bats. And what you can't overlook, Corey, is you still have the Brewers who lost Christian Yelich at the end of the yeah. season and were one error away you know, from making the playoffs. Yeah. And then you still have the Cubs. Granted, Joe Madden just left, but that's still a good ball club over there. The Reds are going to be good to next year, Exactly. Too. So this division is not easy. So, yeah, yeah, it can be a good building block, but you very well may miss the playoffs next season. So uh, we're talking about next season already. So we've already resigned, apparently. Um, listen, it's not is, over. It's not. This is the no, Cardinals. I mean, this is the Cardinals. And if you've watched this team for the last ten years, you know just crazy stuff happens. So I, I think we might see some crazy stuff in Washington again. Yeah, you. That's. Will. I, I mean, look, Colton Wong said, "quote He said, if we bring this back to St. Louis, watch out." End quote. Wainwright was confident. I mean, Wainwright's always confident always. Uh, too, but. I think they do have a legitimate chance to bring it back to St. Louis, Corey. I'm not going to lie. Will it be hard? Absolutely. But something has to be done. Jose Martinez needs more ABs. I think everyone knows that. Schilt knows that. He's probably pencil, penciling him into the lineup as we speak right now as they're about to head to D.C. Um, there is a chance. you you got to steal one right now, uh, yeah. game three. You steal game three, then you have a chance. Hudson has to give you four or five solid outings in game four. He's going up against Corbin. You can maybe hit Corbin. You know, So if you can tie it up. Then you really, you really have all the momentum. Yeah. You know, you just got to take game three and take it one game at a time. It's cliche, but they just have to lock in on game three, take game three, and then the rest will be yeah. okay. Yeah, I agree. If they, I mean, I don't think they have to sweep there to win the series. If they get two and come and come back, they can win six. I and think seven they at can home. win six and With seven. With Flaherty and Wayno, they can win six and seven. Flaherty and Wayno, I feel pretty good about that. I See, feel I'll, now really we, good. Exactly. Listen, we <laughs> talked ourselves down, and now we've talked ourselves back. I mean, that's every Cardinal fan right now, though, yeah. watching the game and listening to this podcast. We're all frustrated. It's a roller coaster of emotion yeah. because you know this team can make it to the World Series, but they're just not living up to the hype. I felt so bad for everybody there these last two games because they just wanted. Man, they wanted to just cheer for something, and there was know, nothing right? to cheer for. Absolutely they cheered for a uh, a Dexter Fowler walk, like more than I've heard anything. When Paul Goldschmidt broke up the no hitter, you thought they would have won the World Series. I know, right? It was like, oh, come on, people. I mean, I, it was sad. Um, hopefully, we get them back here, and they can actually cheer about some offense and some wins. Hopefully. Well, you know what? I'll be looking forward to your podcast from D.C. with Frank Cusimano and how Flaherty dominated and how the bats there came alive. And I'll be listening to that. And then Tuesday, I'll be listening for another one there and you how go. Hudson put it together. Have faith, Cardinal Nation. We have faith. We're just also being realistic about the situation that we're in. We'll right end now. on a positive note here. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Be sure to download and subscribe. And also, rate and review us tell people uh we got a lot of listens here lately people are liking the podcast so 
Let's keep it rolling, and hopefully we have uh, quite quite a few more of these to do as the Cardinals go on. Thanks for listening.